Hello, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. We are brought to you by so many tremendous sponsors. And we thank you all and thank you all to our listeners as well. Absolutely. So how was your week? My week was busy, busy. Always busy, busy, right? Yep, absolutely. Um, Sold a property, listed one. Um, My fixer is on the market. It is a four-bedroom, two-bath, one-story, 10,000-square-foot lot, RV parking, corner lot. What's the address? It's 5130 Aurora. And it's four bedrooms? It's four bedrooms. And what's the price? It's priced at 735. Okay, when'd you put it on? Um, I just put it on this morning. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So will you have it open today and tomorrow? Or? I will not. I won't have it open until next week, providing it's still available. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you have so, a broker caravan probably? I will have it on caravan on Thursday, providing it's still available. Okay. This I've already um, had lots of inquiries about it. Neighbors are like chomping at the bit because they've, you know, they've seen it been in the works for three weeks or so. Where are the owners going? They're already moved. They've gone to Hawaii. Oh, for good. Retiring a lot of people. There. We were at the summit this week, and they're talking about a lot of people are leaving California, but a lot of people are moving a here. A lot of people are moving here. There's no question about it. Yeah, I'm a Realtor.com representative now, and I'm getting a lot of people um, wanting to move here and just buy a mobile by the beach and keep their home in Utah or whatever. But I've done a lot of mobiles lately. I'm learning a lot about mobile homes, which is fun. It's interesting. It's just a totally different type of transaction. I, you know, I did a lot before. But now it's interesting. These parks, they're they're pretty harsh with people's they credit. They are pretty and, harsh. I mean, you know, it's it's almost like a second loan. You know, if you're getting a loan, obviously that's harsh enough. But the park approvals can be, and it could be time consuming too. It could take weeks. You know. Well, and I just had one with an agent in my office where they felt like the 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 manager of the park didn't like them. Because they literally put them through the ringer. Oh, no, yeah. We had a very, I won't say which part, but we had a very interesting um, situation where it was like we were banging our heads against the wall. You know, they, they were only there from 9 to 11 and then 1 to 4. And, you know, the park manager said, we need a $50 deposit for the application. So, and we're talking deep in the heart of Oxnard. So we leave Ventura, go to the bank, get $50 for our client who lives out of town, take it to the office. She's not there. Okay. So then we give it to the neighbor who's one of our clients and we say, when she's there, can you run it to the office? Okay. She takes it to the office. Okay. So we think that, that it's turned in and everything's good. We call like two days later, finally get a hold of the man. She goes, no, we don't take cash. So could you take the cash to the bank and get a cashier's check for us? No, I can't do that. So back to Oxnard we go with a cashier's check. You know, and it, it, I'm telling you, it's been like that the whole entire your time. And um, I even said, I thought that my client said that you spoke to them yesterday. She goes, I can't remember. Can you call them and see if they spoke to me? It's like, oh my gosh, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it's just very cumbersome. So you have to have a really good real estate agent who's just on it because that can be very time consuming and very frustrating dealing with the parks. I'm learning that. And they have 15 days, and they take every single day. It's kind of like the city approval with, the, yeah. with moderate income. It just They literally open it day one and can close it on day 15. It's like they're not in a rush, you know? Right. Even though you may be. Yeah. <laughs> or, or your clients may be. We had a 15-day escrow because it was all cash, and they did everything right. But we were delayed for park approval. I mean, the money was in the escrow account, so it was all cash. It was just we just needed park approval. We knew they would, uh, you know, they would be approved. They made the income. They have great credit. It was just a matter of getting the okay. So we actually had to go above the manager and go to the property management company and get some help because her office was being repaired and she couldn't get to a fax machine and didn't have a calculator, stuff like that. It was very, very, very frustrating. But 
Anywho, mobiles are fine. Did you get that done? We got it done. We closed it yesterday, finally. Supposed to close eight days ago. But it was very, very interesting at the end. I'll tell you more about it off the air, but it was interesting. So we have a lot of buyers, a lot of cash buyers, a lot of um, people getting loans. And the interest rates are great. So, you know, and what we're hearing is they're probably going to go up a little bit. Is that what Just you're a little bit, yeah. I don't think they'll go above four yeah. all of next year. But right. that's what I read and that's what I've been hearing and keeping tabs on. So... Interest rates will go up a little bit. Inflation is up a little bit. So so get in now, though. Get approved and start looking. There's more inventory now, which is good. Um, so I'm, I'm seeing that. Are you seeing that I'm in Camarillo? I'm seeing that, too, yeah. You're the manager in Camarillo. Mm -hmm. Are you seeing that? I am. Do you feel more in Camarillo than Ventura? Actually, there's a little bit less in Camarillo than Ventura. Really? Yeah. How about condos, home? What are you seeing? That, that's everything. I think there's there was 73 properties on the market yesterday. In Ventura County? In Camarillo. Oh, in Camarillo. Yeah. Okay, that includes mobiles, condos, homes. Everything. Wow. Yeah, so not a lot of inventory. However, things are moving quite quickly. Things are still getting multiple offers. They are over full price. Mm -hmm. And um, I, mean, I wrote an offer on a condo in Ventura this week, and uh, it was priced at 425 and it went way over 460 Yeah, ours was 475 and, we, and we, we didn't get it. We got way, we got three offers way over list price. Right now they're actually doing their inspection, so it's interesting. And it was a, a big fixer, too, so it oh, was, you know. Mine was pretty nice. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of the flavor of what's going on with the market, but I got to tell you, this market's going to continue just like it is. Um, we have a very low inventory when we have that, and we have people that are still willing to buy and sell, it's going to continue this way for a while. We are 2 million homes short in California. Gosh, seller's and market, so we seller's just market. Can't, we just can't build enough homes. I know, it's crazy. So it's going to stay this way for a while. Mm -hmm. I do have another listing coming up. It's in Oakview. It is a three-bedroom, two-bath uh, modular home. It's on um, a half acre. It's completely fenced. So tell people what a modular home is. That's manufactured somewhere else and plopped in. Plopped in. But is it on? It's on a, it's on a slab. Okay. And it is skirted, so it looks like a regular single-family home. Okay. Um, is there space rent? No, because it's on a half-acre lot. Okay. So they own the lot. They own the land. Um, it has a two-car carport. Oh. Um, it backs to the trail. Back to the Very bike, nice. the bike trail. Very nice, and um, has views of the mountains behind Lake Casitas. Oh, beautiful! And uh, I sold it to them probably five years ago or so, and so they're moving up north. They just got a job transfer. So nice. How much is that one? That's probably going to be in the sevens. Very so, good. Yeah, we're just we're working on pricing it right now. Very good. Yeah. So, anyways, we have a great show lined up for you today. We have a special guest with us. His name is Dave, and he owns Big Wave Dave's pump, Pumpkin Patch right here in Ventura. Yeah. So, we're gonna we're gonna have him on, and also he's gonna talk about Christmas trees and um, possibly the shortage of Christmas trees and the expense of Christmas trees. All of well, those. We want to be positive too and say that they're beautiful. And they are, right, and the pumpkins are fun. Exactly. Dr. Tony O'Donnell will be with us today. He is going to talk about walking and how important it is for us to, to walk, to build strength, stamina, and um, keep our weight loss in check and how the benefits of cardio with just walking. So get your tennis shoes out. Mm -hmm. And then we have Seth Duarte. He is a local professional land surveyor, and he has um, branched off from the 
the land serving department and opening his own business. And he will be talking about ADUs and swimming pools very good, because very good. We, we need a surveyor for all of that. And then our own Dr. Mark Lepore, uh, he is the chief medical officer from VCMC and Santa Paula Hospital. He will be on talking to us a little bit about the new booster coming out. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine 805-853-3030. Hi, this is Liz Selick with Girls on the Air, and our daughter Summer is about to get married to the man of her dreams. And we are so blessed to have Sugar Lab Bake Shop in the Ventura Harbor handling all of the sweet stuff. Her bare naked wedding cake is to die for. With whipped vanilla, it's sinfully delicious. And the dessert bar is amazing with snickerdoodle, red velvet, deep chocolate with raspberry icing, and bananas foster custom-made cupcakes and lemon raspberry bars and macaroons and all kinds of other sweet treats. Sugar Lab Bake Shop is in the heart of the Ventura Harbor at 1575 Spinnaker Drive and they have everything so be sure to give them a call at 805-765-4292 or visit them on the web at sugarlabbakeshop.com and be sure to mention that you heard about them here at Girls on the Air. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we're real excited to have Dave from Big Wave, Dave's Pumpkin Patch with us today. Hey, Dave, how Everyone's are you? Everyone's heard of you. Or oh, seen- I'm doing great. Boy, I tell you what, it's uh, it's tough out there. I've, you know, um, got to say a lot for having a good good realtor you know that's right, definitely, right? Definitely, he's listening wow. to us talk about real estate <laughs> off the air and he's like oh my oh. gosh so where is your pumpkin patch located i know I'm, it 
I'm, I have two locations for pumpkins. Uh, one's in um, here in Ventura at the Pacific View Mall next to Trader Joe's. Okay, Target. okay. Next to and Trader then we Joe's. have the second one up at La Cumbre Plaza. Uh, right there in front of uh, in front of Macy's in the lower parking lot. And okay, I'm, great. Yeah. So, are you seeing this year what's different after you know COVID? Are we seeing less pumpkins, more pumpkins, more expensive pumpkins? What are you seeing? Well, I um, definitely it seems like people are still wanting to get out there and entertain and have fun and so forth. As it was last year. Last year was really a, a, a big season, probably my best ever for I, that's pumpkins what, that's and trees. What was weird. I think just people want to get out the door and just really get get with it and so i i still feeling the same thing this year you know a little bit they're saying a little bit of shortage of pumpkins uh and um i uh, i get most of mine from the underwoods out more park and okay. it's really oh, a so great grower tons. and so forth and and they're busy as all heck like they've never been busy before and so um yeah, it just, it, you know, it's a lot of fun, and it seems like people are, are really happy to be out, and, and they're asking me about trees already, you know. I got, yeah. got a lot of, lot of uh, a lot going that direction. I bet. So what's the most popular pumpkin? Is it, the of course, probably the cute, round, little, you yeah, know? Yeah, you know, the sugar pumpkin is really popular. I mean. What does that look like? It's it's a small, it's a, it's, um, it's for cooking. It's the. Oh. Yeah, and it's about the size of a softball, maybe a little bigger. <gasps> Those That's are re- so cute. Really, really cute, and little kids get to, it's good for the preschools. I deliver. I deliver hay bales, corn stalks, and a lot of little pumpkins to like Pentagonia, a lot of uh, lot of uh, preschools and so forth, BFC down the road, and 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 it's really uh, they're excited, you know, the little kids. But but the medium sized pumpkin is really probably the 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 you know carver. You know. And they have seeds in them, the little ones. Yes, they're yes. so cute. Yeah. What about yeah. the pumpkins? Okay, we were just talking about this. We went to um, Ralph's on the way here. The with the bumps on them. What is yeah, that all they're, about? They're, they're, they're warty pumpkins, and they're really more of a gourd. They're really hard. You can't cut them. They're kind of like hollow inside. It's uh, You bang on them, and they're just hard as a rock. And so, yeah, I always tell tell my customers, you know, that, that, that pumpkin won't carve because you just can't penetrate it. It's just it's just like a shell. It's it's a, it, it's a strange one. It's is it rotten kinda, or it's, no? No, it's kind of in the gourd um, huh. gourd um, um, seedling or arena. You know, Are they so more forth. expensive? Uh, they're a little bit, just uh, maybe a couple dollars more for the for the size. They they just don't grow a lot of them, but they have them in large and in the medium size, and they're uh, they're kind of a multicolor a little bit too. So yeah. it's they're really interesting. We were just saying it looks like a pumpkin with acne. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like. <laughs> Weird looking, you know. They're weird looking. You know, people so just crazy. love the green pumpkins. I get oh, a so handful cute. of green pumpkins, and then I always tell them, you know, in about a week or so, you'll watch it actually turn orange. You know, really? and it's so they're really uh, they're they're surprised. They think it's just going to stay green. I'm like, so I have a little bit of fun with them, and and uh, it's it's uh, it's cute. Okay, so how do you know how much do they cost? Do you do it by weight? I I kind of I do mine by the size. Um, so like your head head size is generally around about five six dollars, and then mm-hmm. and then I really try to get into the bigger pumpkins where they're twenty thirty even forty pounds, not the big big max, which they're called prize winners. Those are more like a hundred pounders. Oh my gosh! But, but we have some big Howdens is one of the uh, seed source. There's like sixty different seed sources of, of pumpkins. Yeah, so it's really you know from little to big to different you know how they grow. Um, but having the big ones, people really kind of seek that because you know you can get the medium size. It you know you usually your grocery store, but the bigger ones they don't box well. You can't get very many in a box. They're Hard they're probably from Texas or maybe uh, Fresno. You know, uh, and and so you know it's it's. Uh, they got to get them so many and they knock the stems off so yeah. they pack easy and don't puncture each other and so anyway i kind of deal with the big stems nice big pumpkins and it's very popular what's the most expensive pumpkin you've ever sold oh 
you know, really only probably about $80. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's some Atlantic pumpkins that I've seen out at the Underwoods. Uh, they kind of give me carte blanche. I get to go out there and pick all the squash off uh-huh. the ground. They need my hands. I get pumpkins. Then I get to do a big Christmas tree lot out there on, uh, on their farm by the Reagan Library. But anyway, they have some probably that are three to 400 pounds. So those oh are Atlantic pumpkins. And I, I think their record is somewhere 1,400 pounds maybe out of How Alaska. Do you that? Actually, I went to... Um, Sacramento for my niece's wedding about three weeks ago and I went to a pumpkin festival up there and the one that won was 1,640 pounds and the guy has won over and over and over he's, he's got like the like pumpkin wow. king right yeah, you gotta have a lot 16, of water for those 1,640 Jeez. pounds so what are your hours uh, we're we're uh, open from ten to nine daily, both locations. Is it free to get in? Yes, I don't I don't charge. I've uh, I, you know I have ping pong, I have basketball, I have uh, ring tosses, oh, I have a lot of games, and my wife she is a master when it comes to decorating. So each display of hay bales and so forth is is another theme, and uh, she has a scavenger hunt, and so I've oh, ke- I kept everything free. I mean a lot of the other. A lot of places have just had to start start charging because maybe they got train rides and they got this or that. Yeah. And, and uh, anyway, just um, just I keep it simple. Just you know, just a couple employees and just and a pumpkin yeah, patch. Make it easy. And and I, I give you know give give a lot. And so do you, they get more expensive as we get closer to Halloween? And do they get cheaper like the day after Halloween? No. Um, generally, uh, I still sell pumpkins after Halloween up to Thanksgiving, and that's usually. Uh, you know they're probably about half off or so okay. forth, but but uh, no, the prices don't change. It's basically the same, but my volume or your your uh, the pumpkins the first two weeks is kind of slower, and then the last two weeks it's like it's on. And just unlike Christmas trees, everything is early Thanksgiving. And the first two weeks is gangbusters, and after that it's just planning. To I think they think that they can get the little pumpkin in a day. I haven't gotten a pumpkin yet, but you know I'll put my Christmas tree out. You know December first. Right. You know what I mean. Exactly. Yeah, we are, we actually are doing a, a Halloween client party at our office, and so we are, our office is full of pumpkins and you know decorations and all of that, getting ready for that because it's next Friday. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's lots of fun. That's yeah. fun. So we're gonna take a break and come back and talk about Christmas trees, right? All right, yay! All right, can. so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pothiahypnotherapy.com, or call myself, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818-468-0777. Get ready for an island paradise at Ventiki Lounge in Lanai. Located in beautiful downtown Ventura, Ventiki features the best in traditional cocktails, modern tiki drinks, Polynesian-inspired cuisine, and even sushi. As soon as you step onto the lanai, you'll feel the warmth of the islands with our tiki waterfall, wahine mural flower garden, hand-carved tikis, and a fire pit for those chilly island nights. As you listen to the music of the islands, you will love our famous Kahlua pork sliders, Sabu coconut chicken, or a trio of sautéed tiger prawns atop sushi rice towers with a mango curry blanc. And we'll always have our classic Mai Tais using the original 1944 recipe. 
the best in town. So take a break and head down to Vintiki. We're located at 701 East Main Street on the corner of First Street and Main Street. Give us a call at 805-667-8887 or find us on the web at VintikiLoungeInLanai.com for our full menu. Vintiki, an island oasis in Ventura. Yes, you can still move, downsize to the right size, and do it all gently and, most importantly, safely, as many have throughout this pandemic with gentle transitions, California's moving magicians. Just give us a call at 800-619-3049. That's 800-619-3049. Or email ezmove at gentletransitions.com, and you're on your way to your new home. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Dave here from Big Wave Dave Pumpkins right now, but he also sells Christmas trees. So tell us about Christmas trees, and and are we getting some? Yes. It's, <laughs> Yay. It is... Uh, <laughs> Big Wave Days Christmas Trees. Yep, it is going to be a challenging year this, for sure this year. Uh, up, I just recently purchased 40 acres up in Washington State from one of my uh, old growers. And so I have about 50,000 trees in the ground. And um, and I'm harvesting about four or 5,000 this year and probably need another four or 5,000 yeah, on top of that do. to mm-hmm. make it through. But um, we had a lot of um, um, heat, uh, 115 degree weather in Seattle, Portland back in June. And what it did what is the it, fires too, right? Yeah. Fires is, yeah. But this heat really affected the new growth, the, oh. n- the new budding on the trees. Oh, and sure. so, so there's a lot of companies out there that are only, you know, they're only going to be able to cut 50% of what they would have normally cut because the new growth on the tree is, is damaged. And so they just have to let that tree go for another year. So the trees are going to be more expensive probably. Yes. Yep. There's always been a shortage in the last four or five years. It's, it's about rotation because it takes about eight years to grow a Christmas tree on a noble oh fir mm-hmm. and a Douglas for about five years. So I mean, it's a, it's a long time in the ground and you know, you weed control and trying to keep the bugs out of them and, and uh, keep them growing. And mother nature sometimes throws you a little loop. And, mm-hmm. and so that's what happened this last June with uh, with 115 degree weather up, up north. When do those lots open? Do they kind of move into the pumpkin lots? Is it the same lot? Yes, yes. I, and I, I have five locations uh, in Santa Barbara, La Cumbra, here in Ventura, two locations up on Telegraph by Ashwood, also Pacific View Mall, and then Camarillo over by uh, by the post office, and then at the Underwood Family Farms out on uh, nice. Sunset Sunset Valley Road. Yeah, so the, the pumpkin lots will transition right into trees, and then we'll, we'll be bringing the trees down uh, right before Thanksgiving, opening up the day after Thanksgiving, and and then it's uh, it's gangbusters it's gangbusters how do you price a christmas tree well it's um you 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 price is it weight or is it no no it's it's usually the the species uh, determines because of the length of time that it takes to grow the tree so it's in the ground longer it's kind of like you're leasing a tree just think maybe you're spending ten dollars a year you pay you know pay eighty dollars for a tree well you you know it's ten dollars a year and it's it's really actually very expensive uh, since now being a grower uh, I've learned learned a lot, and there's just a lot of a lot of work with, with you nourishing that soil and doing different things. But but yeah, pricing it's it depends on the species and how tall and how how tall the tree is, how many years it's been in the ground. This seems like a lot of work. Is this lucrative for you? Yes, yeah. Well, 20, 33 years of doing okay. doing mm-hmm. trees. It and seems like a lot of work, a lot of effort, right? Yeah, it, it's a tremendous amount of work, and it's just. Um, 
it's just almost overwhelming. I don't know. The real estate looks pretty tough, yeah, too. Right. But, uh, Off the easy. But, uh, you know, um, but no, it's, you know, it's something I've been doing a long time. I got it kind of figured out. Uh, trucking is really going to be another issue. Yeah. It's like they're asking double what they got last year. Oh, it's wow. a thousand miles from, I'm, I'm in the Olympia area up in Washington where I grew up as a kid. Moved here 33, uh, 35 years ago. Uh, so from, you live in Ventura? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right by Planet. But, uh, um, um yeah, so there's there's so many different things. It is kind of going against the grain. A lot of, unfortunately, a lot of the small tree lots are can't get trees. That's the big thing right now is these growers are kind of picking and choosing who they want to sell to. And if you're a good payer and you don't complain, you're you might be gold. But yeah. if you you know if you can't fill a fill a full semi, then you might be uh, you might be out this year. And that's so I think even at the Home Depots and those sort of places, they're going to be we're going to probably see a shortage going on there too. Wow. What and about so do you guys collaborate together? Do you guys like like maybe three or four different people that are selling Christmas trees collaborate, buy a whole semi full, share it. No, get a, you no, know, it's do different. That kind of I I go through ten semis. Ten and semis. They probably wow. compete against each other. Yeah, yeah. We, it is. It's a little bit. I mean, we do work. Um, we work together. Some of the smaller retailers and some of the smaller growers. I do a little trading with some of my trees up there. Maybe I don't have this and I need that, and I got some neighboring uh, growers and so forth. Uh, and then sometimes those farmers are a little quiet about how they do things, and they don't. They're not always forthcoming to my, you know, soil preparation and so forth like that. But yeah, you know, and then you got your big box. And so the biggest difference really between what we have, uh, the smaller retail, like what I've been doing, is I cut and bale and ship basically in the same week. And uh, unfortunately, you know, with your Home Depots and Lowe's, they got to start cutting. They're cutting right now, helicopter them in big landing areas. They'll sit for a month. Oh, and wow. then and then the trees get shipped. So that's what they have to do to send millions Don't and millions. Don't they die? Of trees. I mean, sitting well, that's there? the problem. See, also too is uh, there's a big thing with um, with uh, you need four or five days of freezing weather up there before you cut a tree, or the tree doesn't go into a dormant stage. And if it doesn't go into a dormant stage, what happens is the tree actually drops its needles really quick. So right, right now it hasn't froze yet up there. It's froze one day uh, that I know of. You need three or four straight days, and the tree goes into a, a like I said, a dormant stage. Right. And then it really holds up. So buying from a smaller grower or a smaller retailer a lot of times can be better in the fact that those trees are hopefully cut at the last minute. Okay, what's the regular lifespan of a tree once it's cut? Well, you can get, you know, you get your 30 days. 30 days. Uh, there's a Fraser fir that I have up till Valentine's Day. My wife puts, uh, puts Valentine's goodies and hearts on it, and we'll run it all the way through February. Okay. It's, you know, it's just kind of a challenge. We, we watch and we have fun with it, but your Nordman, your Noble, and your Fraser, those are the three hardiest of all the trees. I call them the Cadillac of trees. Okay. And of course, your Douglas fir and your fir, uh, uh, grand fir, they're more temperamental, so they tend to drop their needles quicker. So, you know, I mean, I fresh cut every single tree and I put it in water on display. And then when a person purchases the tree, I refresh cut it again and we even uh, wet the bottom, trim the the bottom. And then I always recommend to get it in water within the next two hours when you get it home because that makes a big difference. The bottom of the tree will sap up and it won't draw water like it could have should have. Oh, it's interesting, right? Gotta what about the lot. little baby trees? Those are my favorite. Yeah, you know, they're just plantations, so you're not cutting the tops of trees. You know, one thing great about Christmas trees, fresh-cut Christmas trees over your artificial tree is it's great for the environment, great for our oxygen. It gives people jobs. It's like growing strawberries. It's it a smells plantation. really good, right? It smells good, yep. It's just everything's good about it, and it's just uh, it's recyclable. And then I also work for Agriman, the green waste recycling with part of Harrison, and so all those trees are actually picked up. We grind them, screen them, compost them. 90 days later... They're ready for They're comp- back in the ground. Awesome. Back in the ground. Okay, so tell us again where your location 
is or are where they are and your hours so people can okay, come see great. your pumpkin patch and then your Christmas well, tree. Well, locally here in Ventura, it's at the Pacific View Mall in front of Trader Joe's. And then we're up on Ashwood and Telegraph next to Carol's my uh, or uh, Denny's. Uh, that's okay. my flagship. That's where I do the flocking and really mm-hmm. do a lot of big right. trees. And then we're out in Camarillo at the, the, the Post Plaza. Then the Underwood Family Farms out in... Uh, uh, um, out in Moore Park and then also Santa Barbara. Our hours are usually uh, uh, 10 to 9 and um, um, it's, uh, you know, it's a lot of work. Okay, I wanted to ask you about the flocking. Does that cost extra and uh, is that still popular? Yeah, when I was yeah. growing up, that was the cool thing flocking to get the white is very popular. I do colors and so forth. But, you do colors? Uh, yeah. I've yeah. never seen that. Colored yeah. flocking? It, it How cute does is that? Jerry, Sir, Jerry Garcia tree. Uh, you know, we, we get into multiple multiple colors, but at, uh, at two of my locations, I do flocking in Santa Barbara and in Ventura on Telegraph. And it, it does cost a little bit more, about $6 per foot. And you're putting, it's just, it's non-toxic. It's just a wood pulp. Um, it goes on the tree. You, you spray it on the tree with water, and it uh, it fluffs up, and it uh, makes it makes it look you know really nice. That's cool. Yeah. It, it does. doesn't kill the smell though, right? The flocking doesn't kill the smell of the. No, needles. no, it doesn't uh, really. It, it's a bit of a flame retardant, so it's good if you need to put it into a commercial uh, building like a bank or so forth. It's and then I can put a tag on the tree, and so this it, you know the fire department likes to see that because that's something that's required if you do any public gatherings. Great. So flocking or flame retarding and so forth, and of course we do all the stands at my place. You bring your stands, we'll put your stand on. We nice. fresh cut every tree, so I do that service. Do you sell stands too? Yes, yes, yeah. How yeah. much are stands? Uh, they they range from wood stands are like. 10 dollars for okay. disposable throw away with a green water bowl to 25 30 dollars i usually get artificial but um, i'm thinking i want to go get a little one and get it flocked this year and how do you get rid of the trees though uh so um i think um well i try to sell them all but i they go to agarman so well i mean no my me myself oh, my christmas tree there's a curbside service uh well uh, you can uh, cut it up into they say three different pieces put okay. it in your brown barrel which okay. I think is the barrel is going to change in color now. And then Harrison picks that up, and they have a recycling program. So it goes, it comes back to Agarman. And you awesome. can also do flock trees. A lot of cities, say you can't do flock trees, but it's wood pulp. So, but anyway, here at Harrison uh, in Ventura, you're able to recycle even the flock trees. Awesome. You just got to cut it up and put it in your brown barrel. Awesome. I'm excited about the trees and the pumpkins. Yay, we'll be out to your pumpkin patch. Hey, you know, I got one little great story. Sure. I actually sold the tree to um, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle uh, last year at my Santa Barbara lot, so I got Yay. to meet them. Do they, they give you more money than the tree, you know? No, no, they, they came in, they bought a reindeer, they bought some wreaths, and they, they were should. really, really, really happy. Um, and there was a little boy that ran up to Prince Harry and thought he was a Christmas tree helper. So all the news on um, NPR and uh, TMZ and all the different, I was just blasted with all this uh, yeah. media anyway uh so the the, the caption was uh, uh prince harry um uh, a christmas tree helper at a pop-up stand in santa barbara california <laughs> so it was really neat so they said they're gonna be back we made it really nice for them and were they gossiping about experience. the royal family uh no no okay. no darn no, no but uh, it was really a great experience really <laughs> lovely lovely people and so uh, nice. they're new to montecino so that's that was great Oh, okay. thank you so much. Well, thanks so much for being on the show today. We appreciate you being here. Yeah, yeah. You can go to my website, BigWayDaysChristmasTrees.com. I think I have a little $5 coupon you can get on there, and you just uh, click on, and you sign up for it. And also, I think I still have the buy two, get one free on the pumpkins. You, again, go to BigWayDaysChristmasTrees.com or Pumpkin Patch, and, and you can oh, sign yeah. up and, and uh, get a little discount. Thank Great. you. What an interesting job, right? I know, right? Cool. Very exciting. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we, have, we'll, we will have Dr. Tony O'Donnell with us, so stay tuned. Opa, 
you don't have to travel to Greece to enjoy the food, dancing, music, and culture. The Greek Ventura has it all. Healthy, traditional Mediterranean foods, fresh, daily seafood, succulent steaks, cozy up at the fire pit on our newly remodeled patio, open daily for lunch and dinner, brunch on the weekends, extended happy hour from Monday to Friday, 2 to 9 p.m., all overlooking picturesque Ventura Harbor, where the parking is always free. Go to thegreekventura.com. Opa! Worried about the impact of estate taxes, long-term health care, lawsuits, creditors, or probate on your assets and family? Interested in making sure your final wishes are followed? This is Rick Siegenfeld of Siege Law, and we are here to help you with all your asset protection, trust administration, estate and Medi-Cal planning needs. For a complimentary consult, give us a call at 805-250-1930 or email us at contact at seigelaw.com. Again, 805-250-1930. My daughter is almost a teenager, and let me tell you, Billy Clower's Dance Company in Ventura has changed our lives. Kids, put the phone down. Start dancing. Parker is taking jazz, acro, contemporary ballet, and now competitive cheer. During the pandemic, they're dancing outside. There are classes available for boys, girls, and adults. Go to billyclower.com, mention girls on the air, and get a discount. That's billyclower.com. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Dr. Tony O'Donnell with us today. He is the owner of Radiant Greens. Hey, Dr. Tony. Are good you? afternoon. Actually, it's good morning still. How are it you, It is. Lady? We're great. How are you? This is like an Irish day in California. <laughs> Overcast, a little wet, a bit nice. Because it's kind of gloomy. Oh, it's Thank kind of gloomy Brian. outside, yeah. Well, we're going to get some rain, hopefully. Well, at least you can go for a walk, Yeah, we right? need the rain. My lawn needs the rain. My, my, my yard and my lawn needs the rain, for sure. So talk to us about walking. Are you walking right now? No, right now, but I walk four miles almost every other day. It's really important. You burn about 150 to 200 calories per yeah. hour. Okay. Uh, we want to be do at least 10,000 steps a day. Uh, we're very sedentary as a country, as a nation, as a people. So we've got to get up and start moving our body. They did a remarkable study. This was done in Canada, 14 weeks. Women who walked for 14 weeks, one hour a day, saw a reduction, in, a 20% reduction in belly fat. That was really good. So uh, we're eating. The holidays are coming up. We gain more weight. It's time to move our body. Right. And it's better for you than jogging, right, or running. Yeah, well, running will burn, obviously, will raise your basal metabolic rate, will burn more calories for sure, but it's also challenging on the knees. And if you have existing pounds that you're carrying, it can be a little challenging for sure. So any time that you move your body is a good thing. So walking before a meal is recommended and also after a meal because all those calories are sitting in your gut. You want to keep your immune system revved up at all times so that you're burning those calories. And uh, the way to do that is resistance training and, of course, walking. And walking is safe. It's easy. It's affordable. It's, uh, it's yeah. beautiful. It's connected with free. nature. I get to meet people with dogs in the park. It's free. And uh, the most important thing is you have a really great pair of shoes and never go walking or hiking alone. Always uh, go with a friend or carry your cell phone with you. Just, just be careful if you have headphones on and you're walking. You know, I always get nervous when yeah. I see people with well, headphones you know, on or talking on the phone. I don't. Yeah, I had a wonderful friend who went hiking last year with a bunch of friends, very, very warm. There was a heat advisory, and 
and uh, he unfortunately got a heat stroke and didn't make it. He passed out. That happened wow. to we know, too. Really, really sad. So make sure you're well hydrated. Don't go for long hikes if you haven't done them before. So build up. And the best time, of course, is early in the morning or late in the evening when it's uh, less intensive. The sun is less intensive and it's much cooler. Make sure you're well hydrated. So not only is walking good for your health, cardiovascular uh, support, lung support, your legs, toning your body, tightening, losing weight, mental acuity, mood, elevation, all these things are really important, connecting with Mother Nature. So you're reducing your risk of cardiovascular disease, stroke, heart attack, blood pressure, these different things are also beneficial as a result of moving your body. Very, very good. Dr. Tony, tell people where they can find you and your amazing products. Thank you. Radiant Greens, R-A-D-I-A-N-T, Radiant Greens, with an S, RadiantGreens.com. Perfect. Have a great weekend. We'll let you get back to your walk. Thank you, David. God bless you. Bye-bye. God bless you. All right. Well, coming up, we have Seth Duarte with us. He is a professional land surveyor, and he's going to tell us all about that. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. This is the most dangerous year for landlords in U.S. history. On January 1st, 24 new bills came into effect, putting landlords right here in Ventura in jeopardy of jail time, massive fines, and losing their homes. COVID-19 made it worse. I'm Janet with Romatic Property Management. If you haven't made massive changes to the way you treat your investment this year, we need to talk. Don't be a statistic. Schedule your consultation today at formaticpropertymanagement.com forward slash Ventura. That's formaticpropertymanagement.com forward slash Ventura. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine 805 853 3030. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate and 1590 KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have um, Seth Duarte with us. He is a professional land surveyor. And he has just opened his new business. 
and going to do that professionally on his own. So we're real excited to have him. Tell us what that means. What do you do? Hi. Well, thank you Uh, again, Seth Doherty. Uh, My business name is Latitude Surveying. Okay. I'm a professional land surveyor. Okay. Uh, I define property lines, boundary lines. I do topographic surveys. How do you do that when you go out there? Is it something like physical you see? Absolutely. So in the state of California, we are professional land surveyors are the only people that are allowed to place a line on the ground that is your property boundary. Okay. Um, nobody else, an architect, an engineer, they can't do it. Is only there already a line there and you just note it? Or how do you how do you find it? Well, we have to find monuments. So okay. historic monuments rule. Okay. In the state of California, the, the words, your legal description and okay. your title report, you know, your grant deed. Yeah. That's what we define. And... We try to place that on the ground based on the controlling survey monuments. I had a neighbor who said that our wall, when I moved in, my the prior owner before me had built a wall out over, you know, his like driveway portion kind of. And when I moved in, the neighbor said that it was built out and I had to call out a land surveyor to find the line. And I actually had to rebuild the wall. Do you get st- stuff like that all the time? Very, very constantly. I mean, a, a property line is common to two owners or three maybe and if there's any dispute about the fence or the wall i mean there's only one type of person you can call to come out and resolve it and it's a professional land surveyor okay and all the information you get is what from the title report the or where where do you get your so we we deal with public records okay so basically the survey monuments should be in the public record so we go to the the city and the county websites and we do research uh what kind of monuments like uh Typically, it's a pipe in the ground. It's oh, either wow. a half inch or an inch pipe. It could be a scribed X or a chiseled X on your curb. Um, it, it, it depends on what, what pedigree your subdivision is in. Okay. I mean, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, they did not do what we do now in the 2000s, 10s, and 20s. Okay. Well, so. and you, you have a marker, typically. There's like a little round gold marker, if you're lucky. Yes. In the street or in the... In actually, the... in the ground. And you have to is that find right? it. Is that right? Or? So the marker you're talking about, what I, I would call that a tag. Okay. And okay, I would put my own number on it. My number is PLS 9183. Okay. Um, I'm, I've been licensed probably about eight years now, eight or nine years. Uh, we found a 1924 monument recently oh, in the cool. hills just above here on Lincoln Drive. Uh-huh. 1924. It had a uh, registered engineer tag with four digits on it and they have seven digits i think now so we found something that was almost 100 years old we found multiple of them from 100 years old and they fit within so we we deal with hundreds of a foot instead of inches i mean these things were in your world a quarter inch in my world two or three hundredths off and that could be my measurement not the original monuments and so in california that rules i mean we found a hundred year old monuments that drive that property um, that was an exciting wants. day for you oh, at work. it was. That's 100 years old. 98. But, you know, come on. This is 97. Yeah. This is so cool. So we, we deal with history and mm-hmm. we deal with math. So how did you get into this? Oh, I hate history and I hated you math I was gonna in say, high yeah. school. Two worst subjects in high school. Right. But now that it actually means something, I love it. Yeah, I that's mean, how I am too. If we I do don't... research, so there's history, and then we go out and we turn angles, slope distance, you know, triangulation, uh, trigonometry. And we resolve boundaries in the office. And then we, sometimes we have to go out and stake property lines. Okay. Um, so who hires you? Homeowners or builders or architects? Yes. 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 Engineers. How are you yeah. paid? By the job or by the hour? Both. Because um, it could be co- time consuming, I so would assume. Typically, I would get a phone call. Yeah. 
I look up the monuments that are in your neighborhood. I respond to what type of survey you need. You know, I'm building a wall. I'm, I'm going to put in an ADU. I'm going to do a pool. Okay. So I can give you a proposal and a fee estimate. And typically, it's a flat fee. Okay. If it seems like it's going to be so challenging, I'll work on a time and material basis where, okay. hey, I'm, I'm giving you 20 hours. I hope this will happen. Sometimes it doesn't. But typically, it's a flat, flat fee. And it, flat, flat fee. fee. <laughs> Thank you. And, and we just deal with the consequences of if the monuments are there and the topo goes well and, and, and you know and then we're going to bill you at the end so what typically happens from what i know is that when you have an issue with a pool and or with an adu or with a wall or whatever it is you typically have to go through the city and get a permit right. for whatever it is that you're doing whether you're building something or you're digging something or is this whatever correct what you're saying oh absolutely okay, so let's pretend you own a property, it has two acres, and you have a house in the front near the street because sure. obviously the utilities come in. So you have this beautiful one acre in the back property of yours, and, and you want to put another house in it, an ADU, or a pool. The only way you're going to be able to do it is dealing with the local agency. The local agency is, oh, go get a surveyor to define your property lines. Okay, so you're independent. You, the, does the city have surveyors? Oh, absolutely. Uh, the city of Ventura, his name's Joey Waltz. Okay. Um, the county of so Ventura, why would they use you? It, uh, are they over? Are they too busy? So the public right away is out here in the street. Ah, the private see, yeah. is what I deal with. I see. So ah. Literally, there's a good, you know, Caltrans. Yeah. Right. They're over there. Right. Private's over here. Okay, so you so, work together. Oh, uh, of course. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we've got a project up in Los Alamos right now where. Uh, our boundary is Caltrans for a good mm -hmm. thousand feet. Uh -huh. So there's no way I can interface with Caltrans right. to define the, the boundaries of, of the private client. Like us have. working with realtors, right? Yep, exactly. Awesome. Yeah, so where is cool. your office located? How many employees do you have? And um, what are your hours? Where can people find you? Okay. Well, um, she, uh, Karen actually helped me get my office. Uh, oh. I'm okay. down by the pier, by the park. Okay. Um, 701 East Santa Clara Street. Okay. And like I said, I've got a view of the, the pier basically through nice. the office. Um, Website? LatitudeSurveying.com. Okay. Um, Surveying.com. Correct. So we're land surveyors, professional land surveyors, you know, um, land surveying. That's kind of what we do. Okay. Um, Surveying.com. Okay. My email address. I'd like to throw that out there. Sure. Is my full of name, course. Seth M. Doherty okay. at gmail.com. Okay. And you did ask about employees. I do have one employee. Okay. Um, I started my business in March. Uh, we got an office in June, and I hired an employee in August. There you go. So we you already been, doubled your workforce. Uh, actually, I've got two consultants for work oh, for me, too. So wow. on Fridays, I have somebody that does drone services for me. Fun. And I also have a consultant up in North County. So That's we do awesome. Santa Barbara and Ventura County. Um, you ask my hours. We typically show up at 7. I don't know when I leave home. My <laughs> wife would like me to leave earlier some nights. But, you know, it, it's a full-time job. You're the boss, so you call it. Yeah, you don't uh, clock in and clock out. Correct. And... Uh, my employee does go to College of the Canyons, which is the local survey school around here, uh -huh. out in Santa Clarita. So I'd like to, her name's Leilani Rivera. Well, she hi, does a Leilani. Great job. Um, all of the College of the Canyons students do a great job. They okay. are, you know, it's a two-year degree that they're getting in surveying. It's the only local program around here. Very good. So, Very good. Cool. All right. Well, well thank, thank you. you so much so for interesting. being on the show. Okay. Uh, anytime you have any questions about surveying, please let me know. We will. Sure thank will. you. Cool. All thank right. you. So coming up, we have Dr. 
uh, Mark Lapore. He is the chief medical officer for VCMC and Santa Paula Hospital, and he will be on as soon as we come back. This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pathiahypnotherapy.com, or call myself, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818-468-0777. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Dr. Mark Lepore on the phone with us. Hey, Dr. Mark, how's things going? Going all right. Hi, Tracy and Karen. Hi. Thanks for having me again. Of course. We love having you on our show. I appreciate it. So um, did you get the booster and tell us what's going on? Uh, I have not gotten my booster yet, but I'm actually more thinking about it as a few friends and colleagues in the last two weeks have gotten COVID and have been hit pretty hard by it um, and all vaccinated. Uh, so it's something I am considering, but there's a lot more information out about boosters now, which I wanted to share with you, particularly you, Tracy, who got the Johnson & Johnson, yes. if memory serves correct. Yes. So as of Thursday, I believe the FDA approved everybody who got a Johnson & Johnson vaccine to be able to get a booster. Uh, and those boosters are uh, anytime two months or more after your initial Johnson & Johnson shot. And they've approved you can get any kind of booster. You can get another Johnson & Johnson if you'd like, or you could get either the Moderna or the Pfizer. If it was me, I would probably get the Moderna okay. as a booster because it seems to have more of a robust response. Okay. And it does seem that, you know, between the three, if you're going to choose, I think any of them is probably okay. It's just going to make your uh, ability to get infected lower, your possibility of getting sicker, hospitalized, or dying from COVID much lower. So I think, again, I, I don't think you could go wrong with any of the boosters, but two months after your first Johnson & Johnson, you should definitely get a booster. Um, Moderna has also been approved for booster six months after your second shot. Um, and those are the same indications as the Pfizer booster, which is everybody over the age of 65. If you are high risk of getting sick, and actually I just found on the CDC website, there's a list of about 15 different things, which actually as little as if you've ever smoked cigarettes. Um, if you are pregnant, if you are overweight with a BMI of greater than 25, 
Um, if you have heart disease, high blood pressure, kidney disease, liver disease, uh, depressed immune system, any of those things will qualify you for a booster um, for either Moderna or Pfizer at any age, actually. Um, and then if you work in a high-risk situation, so uh, teachers, grocery, farm workers, healthcare workers can get boosters um, any age. And if you live in a congregate living situation, so homeless shelter, jail, um, assisted living, anything like that, where you're around a lot of people. Do the pharmacies have the boosters now? So pharmacies do have boosters now. As of the Ventura County Star said that they, I think we're going to start having them available today. Okay. Um, they did mention that you should bring your vaccination card um, and uh, just kind of vouch that you have a high-risk condition, but you don't need a doctor to sign off on any of those things. And it's public health clinics, it's doctor's offices, and it's pharmacies where you can get your booster. Are people having side effects? You know, um, I know with Johnson & Johnson, I got a little bit sick. I mean, are you seeing that with the boosters? I, I think I've anecdotally heard that some people um, kind of have a immune response to the booster, but that's kind of what you want. You want your body to know that it's got something foreign that it needs to be fighting against. So, yeah, some people are experiencing symptoms of it, but for the most part, those symptoms are pretty mild and pretty short-lived, much better than getting COVID. Right. Absolutely. Our um, news uh, is that kids 5 to 11, they studied over 2,000 children and found that out of the over 2,000 that were studied, only three uh, children who got the actual vaccine got infected with COVID, and their symptoms were shorter and milder than the 16 kids who uh, were unvaccinated or got the placebo in that trial and got COVID, their symptoms were much more. Uh, so again, while kids have a much lower chance of getting really sick from COVID, there are still, I think, nationwide about 650 kids who have died um, under the age of 18 mm -hmm. from COVID. So, um, but I think more, it's, it's more about the kids being protected, protecting their teachers, protecting their relatives and uh, older people. So the more um, folks that are immunized, the less chance that COVID can keep coming back. Um, our current situation, we've had 519 cases of COVID in the last week, and the week before that was 532. So they're coming down slightly, but it's still more than 70 a day that we're seeing. Okay. Um, we've got 80% of our uh, population in Ventura County over the age of 12 is vaccinated, which is amazing, and that's really going to protect uh, a lot of us. But again, it does seem like the the uh, protection is w waning somewhat. So uh, kind of the, the last big thing to talk about is there are some therapies if you do get sick with COVID to be aware of. There's an injection called Regeneron. Um, it is a monoclonal antibody. Uh, it's to be administered over um, about an hour and a half. You need to be monitored by a doctor. It is being uh, given by a group called Primary Medical Group. Um, and if folks do have symptoms, you can't be on oxygen, you can't be hospitalized, and it needs to be in the first 10 days of your symptoms, and you need to be a high-risk person uh, for getting sick. So anybody over the age of 65 or any of those conditions that I mentioned, if you're in your first day, 10 days of having COVID, it's something that you can consider. So you can email covidresponse at primarymedical.net or you can call 805-702-8339 uh, in order to see if you're eligible for it. But you, again, have to be at high risk for having severe illness. Um, and then down the line, uh, this month, Merck has requested that molnupiravir, which is an oral monoclonal antibody against COVID, um, the Merck has asked for FDA approval for that. Mm -hmm. So they've wow. seen that this pill 
I think it's four pills for four days or something like that, um, has decreased hospitalizations and decreased deaths by 50% in unvaccinated adults if they started within the first five days of their symptoms. Very good so, information. Yeah, gosh. there are definitely things out there that can help. Still, the best thing is if you're not vaccinated or you're thinking about it, over 400 million doses of COVID vaccines have been given in this country. The side effects are really minimal. We're seeing that it, it really does help these waves to not be as big and help prevent people from getting sick. So if you're not vaccinated and thinking about it, I would I would do Don't. that. Uh, but there are other, are other therapies if you end up getting sick from it. Very, very good information. Thank you so much, Dr. Mark. Very thank good. you, Thanks thank you, thank me. you. Stay of healthy. course. You have a great weekend, and we want to tell all of our beautiful sponsors and all of our beautiful listeners to go enjoy your weekend, and we'll be back next week.